So, I'm joined now by David Kelly here, off C uh, the CEO and President of Chicana Copper. David, thanks for making the time. Um, unusual times, obviously, and uh, Chicana Copper put out a press release about operations in Peru. And uh, I think we will start quickly with a very brief update on Chicana Copper mm -hmm. itself before we dive into the current situation, I think. Um, why don't you start us off, David, and thanks. Welcome on the show. Yeah, Kai, thank, thank you. Um, yeah, the current uh, status for us is we were um, preparing for our drill program that was supposed to start this month, and obviously that's been put on hold, but we are fully funded for a very aggressive drill program this year. We have $7 million in the bank. Um, that resulted from the investment by Goldfield last year, uh, May 2019, uh, a strategic investment by them. So we're financially very strong. We're at the very end of a, of a long, lengthy permitting process to give us access to drill new targets in a very exciting part of the project that we've not yet been able to, able to, to drill in. And so that's that's where the program is heading this year. And as soon as we get past this delay, then you know we'll be moving ahead with that, finishing off the permitting and initiating the drilling. So fantastic. Um, that was great up until 10 days ago, pretty much. That, that was the plan. And now, um, obviously, COVID-19 threw a wrench in everybody's legs. And yeah. things have obviously changed. Peru, from what I'm hearing, has been extremely drastic. But it seems like also effective because they shut down the country already over uh, almost eight, nine days ago and yeah. uh, stopped all movement in the country. And uh, yeah, now even put a curfew in place for people not to go outside. So why don't you give us an update on what's happening in Peru right now? Yeah, I mean, uh, Peru seems to be faring pretty well. Their current um, infected rate is at about 363 people, which is much lower than uh, surrounding countries in South America. So they, they seem to be holding well. If that information is accurate, they've, they've done a good job with that. Um, you know, our, our, uh, the measures that we took along with many other uh, junior companies operating in Peru was to, to shut everything down and, and you know, put, put our employees and our contractors and their families and our communities that we work in, um, you know, in, in, in the safest place possible. So we're adhering to all of those protocols and people are working at home and we're just waiting it out. You know, the initial state of emergency was set for 15 days. We don't know if that's going to be extended. We think it probably likely that it will. I think this first 15 days is going to give the government a good uh, barometer on how things are going and what the infection rates are looking like and, and that type of thing. So I do expect to get some news out of Peru later this week to see where we stand. Okay, interesting. And uh, you're all cashed up as well, so there's no worries in that regard. Um, Importantly as well, like, talk to us about what you're doing behind the scenes now. Everybody thinks, and sometimes I have the feeling based on emails I get or don't get, is that people are taking a two-week, three-week vacation. That's not the case for you yeah. guys. Yeah, well, that's certainly not the case with us. And, and you know, drilling is the, the culmination of a very lengthy process, and it's um, you, you often don't see what that process is, but it's, it's, it's a lot of uh, deep interrogation of the data that you have. Uh, 3D modeling, looking at it, getting multiple views and perspectives from your different geoscientists in the group. So it's it's a lengthy process, and we've gone through that uh, process to to derive the next round of drill targets that we plan to test. But we've also just completed a very detailed ground magnetic survey that was uh, that was completed in early March, um, and it covers the entire area of known mineralization and known 
terminally brechipipe, and that's a wealth of new information that we have to work through. And we, you know, we're 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 working with our geophysicists to uh, generate the the different images. Uh, there's different types of images that can be produced from this data. Some that help with its structural interpretation. Some that are more based on just uh, straight geology and identifying lithology and we actually hope that we'll be able to do some direct targeting of breccia pipes themselves with this information in the area of known breccia pipes um, we've done very detailed 25 meter spacing in those areas so all of that data requires a, a very a uh, very deep look to, to see what we can get out of it. We've also brought on a consultant uh, to help us with district targeting, looking at district zoning vectors, uh, trying to identify where the intrusive centers may be related to these uh, terminally bretchified. So there's actually quite a bit of work going on behind the scenes. And, you know, we, we, we put together the drill program and you see the results of the drilling, but there's actually a lot of work that happens behind the scene that you don't see. What, what can investors expect in terms of news flow that, like, I know it's been slowed down, obviously, and uh, putting out technical analysis results or, um, yeah. you know, your homework pretty much uh, and yeah. paper form, it's going to be, you know, a tough one. It doesn't happen every day. So what, what can we expect okay. as investors? Well, you know, the, the plan originally was to put out the, you know, to, to start the drilling program and, and then start getting drill results out. And we have some really, really exciting targets to, to drill test. We'll be drilling in the Paloma area, which has the Paloma East and the Paloma West pipe. And then we'll be moving over to uh, the Juan Carama Breccia complex, which is multiple breccias. There's five uh, significant breccia bodies exposed at surface, all gold bearing over about a 200 meter width area. So that was the plan was to get that news out. Now we will have some additional information coming from the, the magnetic survey um, that will certainly supplement our, our geology uh, understand, geological understanding of the district and perhaps even enhance some of the targets that that we will be testing and may even affect uh, uh, drilling those differently, but you know that needs to be looked at. So there's that information that could certainly be uh, be put out. I, I know that what the market really wants to see is is drilling more, and that's that's really going to be what we're focusing on is to get that happening as soon as we can do it safely. Talking about drilling and the permit again, is the government office completely shut down, or actually people working from home? And is is that progressing yeah. at least inch by inch, not mile by mile, right? Yeah, I mean, my understanding is that all non-essential agencies have been closed, and they're not working at home. They're they're actually they're actually um, you know on essentially on paid leave at the moment. Um, the and that does include the Ministry of Energy and Mines, which which is where the permitting uh, goes through. So uh, that that's a bit unfortunate, obviously, and and we're not the only ones caught in this. There are many many other companies that are in. The middle of a permitting process. Fortunately for us, we're at the end, very end of the process. The ministry is well aware um, how long it's taken us to get to this point, and they understand the importance and the urgency. And most recently, even even as a result of uh, some of the feedback that was given to us at PDAC, there's uh, there's indications that the government, uh, even totally unrelated to coronavirus. Uh, the recognition that they need to expedite the the permitting process, and so there's now a proposal out there that's being evaluated that eliminates consulta previa for exploration stage projects. It pushes that into the more um, uh, you know the the follow up kind of um, uh, heading towards exploitation, uh, and and then also trying to uh, uh, instigate the negative uh, positive silence. 
uh, procedure so that if you don't hear a response within a certain period of time, it's assumed to be positive and then you move to the next step. So they're also making other measures to try to help uh, the backlog and to move projects along uh, more quickly. Okay, so the, the whole delegation made their way up to PDAC. Uh, there was a, a smaller delegation, but the minister and the vice minister were there, and we did meet with them one-on-one uh, -on -one as well as they came around, and uh, they, they had a little bit of a, a walk around to see for them to see the different uh, junior companies at PDAC that are exploring in Peru. Okay, so that's great. So they're making a big effort, as you're saying. To Absolutely. Yeah. Things. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, David, is there anything else we need to touch on right now to give investors an update? Because the, the idea of this is also to make it brief, more more from the hip than anything else. Yeah. Um, we're already at 8 minutes 30, so um, let's get to the questions. Um, that's really the main part here. So what we set up is a screen here as well, um, where we can see the questions come in uh, using hashtag Ask Peru. We'll see how, how it goes. This is the first time, so I understand that audience might be limited the first go around. Um, we've received a couple questions beforehand. David, you can't see it, but uh, it's here on the screen on the right side. Um, so I'm just going to read them to you, and we'll just go through them. And uh, this will actually update live once questions come in. We'll see how it works. Um, so the first one is for Pete Panda. Everybody knows him. He's quite active blogger here on Twitter. I'm so quite yes. excited to have him come out with a couple questions. So I'm just going to start from top. It's unedited. It's live. What's on Twitter? So for everybody to follow up on it. Um, so have you cha have you considered changing your name from uh, from Chicana Copper to maybe Chicana Resources? And I'm going to add even Chicana Copper and Gold um, to the name. Yeah, we we have considered that. Um, you know, we we get asked that question a lot. Maybe we change the name to Chicana Gold. Uh, we do have a lot of gold and silver in this deposit. Um, it's a very interesting deposit, and I can't say that we fully understand it yet. We do expect these breccia pipes will evolve as we go deeper and hotter in the system, that they will become more uh, dominantly copper mineralized uh, breccia, breccia bodies. Uh, we don't know for sure, and obviously we need to do a lot more deeper drilling in order to understand that. We try to emphasize the impact that the precious metals will have on this project. Um, obviously, it will be uh, a copper concentrate type of operation. It probably will also have some type of a leach circuit uh, for the gold. But, um, you know, it, it definitely will be a copper deposit as well. So that's why, you know, we haven't haven't changed that. I mean, we could make that change, but then, you know, sometimes we think, well, you know, what, what would the real impact of that be? And then if we start drilling a lot of copper as we go deeper, then we'll, you know, will people want us to switch back? So right now we're just holding steady. I'm excited to see how much precious metal is in the deposit. Um, right now, the, the gold and silver run about 60 percent. Um, versus the uh, the rest of the value being in the copper. So that is very, very significant. And, and we're not talking about low grades either. You know, we're talking copper grades that are, you know, upwards of around 1% and, and one to two grams gold and, and you know, 30 to 60 grams silver uh, over hundreds of meters. So um, it is significant uh, uh, credit in precious metals for sure. Okay. Um, Goldfield, obviously a big joint venture partner. Uh, what's their percentage again? Remind me real quick. They're right at about 17%. Perfect. Um, what, what's their involvement right now? Obviously, you know, share price is down, so they're not too happy about their investment itself, but I think they came in more on the technical side and were intrigued by the project more than the, the shares itself. 
Absolutely, yeah. They, they, uh, the shares was for them was a way of getting involved in the project to get a seat at the table, and they've never complained about the share price. I mean, obviously, I'm sure they're not happy with it, but they didn't make that investment as a stock investment. It was made to get them involved in the project, a project that they are very excited about. They've been very involved in the project since the beginning. We formed a, a technical advisory panel that meets every month, and we go through topics about. Uh, technical aspects of the program, uh, drill program, geophysical programs, uh, metallurgy programs, um, resource estimation, uh, and they brought a whole team of people. So, uh, they, you know, when we meet, we're talking with a, a variety of specialists within Goldfields, and they've made it clear that uh, anyone in the in the organization uh, is available to us if we if we need it. So they've been a tremendous partner, very supportive, and uh, you know their their goals for the project are very compatible with ours. Cool. No, that's good to hear that they're a strong partner there. Um, we yeah. got one more question from CEO.ca, and it's a bit far-reaching, but I figured I'd ask it anyway because um, it's early days as well already. Um, we talked about mining and processing methods for the for the projects, and how would you mine a pressure pipe? Maybe you can yeah. have just 30 seconds on that real quick. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the, the approach that, that the mining engineer that we've talked to, and we've talked to three different mining engineers, and they all have a very similar view in that you would do sub-level mining on individual pipes uh, with long hole soaping. The proximity of the pipes are any, anywhere from, you know, 25 meters apart to 250 meters apart, and you have elevation working in your favor. So you can drift underneath the breccia pipes um, to intersect multiple breccia pipes, start working faces um, on perhaps two pipes, and then while you're mining those working faces, you can be developing interconnected underground infrastructure. And that seems to be the approach that uh, most of the, the mining engineers, at least that we've talked to, are advocating. And uh, they, you know, the, the aspect of mining, they think is very straightforward. We just need to get the resources, obviously, to get to that point. Okay, great. I think that's we're going to end on that because I think it's early days to talk about it any further than that. Um, That's right. Yeah. I have one last question, and uh, I encourage everybody still to use the hashtag Ask Peru um, to come out with uh, any questions you can have. Just post them here on Twitter. And uh, I have one question, and it's regarding the slide of your share structure um, and, the, and the share price decline. Obviously, a lot of panic selling, people going into cash, so no, no fault here. But have you heard from any institutions or um, like Goldfields obviously hasn't sold, or but any of the institutions or high net worth investors? Um, that are on your register right now that panic sold um, any bigger positions phenomenal targets as good as every, anything we've drilled to date is waiting to be drilled and that's going to be our very next step so it is a good entry point or a good opportunity to average down uh, for those investors and um, you know I bought shares recently myself and I, I would encourage people to, to keep watching this. Okay no perfect I think that's a perfect note to end on as well I don't think we have anything 
else happening here on uh, on Twitter as well. So for the first time go around, I think that was really really good. Uh, we kept it to about 12 minutes, 15 minutes maybe. Um, as I said before, off mic, I think we should do an update perhaps next week as well if we know what's going on in Peru. Just uh, uh, just really brief, and then um, keep going. David, thanks for making the time. Thanks for being our guinea pig today. And uh, uh, stay safe and wash your hands. You too. Thank you. Take care. Take care.